Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time the crew of the Honor ventured out into the purple mist of the Place Between Places. They met a decaying old being calling themselves Harmony. The being informs them that they have found the Fount of Duality, the home of Chaos and Harmony. Chaos has long since escaped, destroying the Fount and throwing the universe into disorder. Before the crew leaves, Harmony gives Sully their sword before decaying into nothingness. Where we left off last time, you had just cleansed a person of chaos, brought them to the infirmary, and terrified them. I mean, we didn't terrify them. They were terrified. (laughs) That's an important distinction. You know, kind of. Sort of. Other than that, all of you are still on your ship in the middle of this void, this plane of concept rather than a real place. And off ahead of you, not moving any further from you, is the Black Dreadnought. What does everybody do? Uh, Are we going to chase after the Black Dreadnought? Yeah, I was trying to think. Do we want to all be somewhere trying to figure out what our next step is? Yeah, you could all be in, like, the kitchen right now, I guess. So, I mean, it seems that we've got maybe the power to fight that thing now, but do we take it on ourselves? I'm going to go with maybe not, but we do still have Marilla and we can use whatever her expertise is on trying to get some information about it. We should definitely see if we can get closer to it now that we have Sully's weapon here. Sully is holding it very uncomfortably and awkwardly. Well, if it's anything like the battle chapel that Vaka and I went on, there's probably... Uh, head to that serpent, if you know what I mean. The the one we were on had a had a hive mind. And there was like definitely somebody pulling the strings. I would agree, but on the battle chapel, you were trying to find someone, find the hive mind to a city, not the hive mind to a planet. Right. Yeah, that thing is is kind of massive. Yeah, that would be if Marilla can point us at the hive mind, or Sully can suss out. Who is I... pulling the strings here? Barring that, though, I I don't think there's really a way for us to take on something that massive unless we could get him to funnel one by one into Sully's sword. I mean, you do have an exquisite charm, but I don't think they would particularly line up to be stabbed one by one. Well, thank you, darling. But correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought Marilla's purpose was to get us through imposition slash... Galactic Alliance space, she has nothing that will help us with the Black Dreadnought. I think that she still might have some better insight than we would in that gathering information is also what she's good at. And like reconnaissance. Yes, reconnaissance is a big part of what we originally came here to do. And even if she can't specifically tell us 
where to hide to get that information. She may have some ideas on how to deal with a Goliath-class ship and how to get extract information from that. That's not a bad. That's not a bad idea. She seems like a woman of many talents. Well, why don't we ask her instead of continuing to speculate? All right, sounds good. Marilla, Marilla, you hear a kind of like banging clatter, and Marilla and um, Alistair both kind of almost racing and like kind of flushed and out of breath, come panting down the stairs, like seeming to try to like wait shove in front of the other. Are they together now? That would make me so happy. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, we just had a couple questions about what your experience with reconnaissance might be. And if you and your smuggling career were maybe, uh, shall we say, outnumbered by a lot of people, like a city's worth of people, and had to uh, infiltrate, get information from there, maybe steal something from there. Did I leave anything out? Hmm. That seems to be the exact job of a smuggler in that I am almost always outnumbered and almost always where I am not meant to be. I (laughs) think what Jyla is trying to coyly ask, is there a way that you could help us gain information on that the Black Dreadnought without being detected? Mm, Almost certainly I would have methods if you needed assistance. Yes, I think we uh, need assistance at this juncture. Well then, I am of course glad to help as long as you remember my fee. Look, we already have part of it. We've got your ship. We're going to get your crew when this is all over. I appreciate that. The, The ship is very useful, I think. You know, I was just thinking, the other thing we should probably find out is if we can even get closer now that we have Harmony's blessing. Oh, now that's a fair point. <laughs> like, if we move... Since we struggled with that before. <laughs> yeah, if we move, are we any closer to it now, or are we just stuck? So I think I think maybe we run a couple tests before we start trying to get information. Oh, we're still landed on, like, that rock thing, right? You can have been still, yeah. Yeah, I'll go up to the helm and try to, like, try to take off from the rock all right so you take off and start burning at a like reasonable speed towards the black dreadnought and the number starts changing is it going up <laughs> no 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 it's, it's going down <laughs> okay um then I, I once i see that i stop well that's good to know yeah get on the comms and say well it seems like we can actually move towards the black dreadnought now don't particularly want to get too close right now but we can move uh, Vi goes up to the bridge, and um, is there out out where the dreadnought is? Is there any is there anything out there besides just the dreadnought? Mm. Are you trying to like visually see, or are you like using sensors? Oh, I'm trying to visually see. You can't know- see that far. It's it, it would be like a dot on your HUD. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, then I take a look at the sensors and see if anything has changed. Roll investigation. Uh, seven. This is unhelpful, but it's what you see. The So you are following a tracker for the Black Dreadnought. You can detect a location for that tracker, and that is it. So you don't actually even really detect the Black Dreadnought. 
literally all you're detecting is the location of like a homing beacon. How how far away is the like is it significantly far away or understanding from a narrative perspective like it is a distance away that means that you can't see it visually but it's not like a week away it's like an hour away let's say of burning your engines i think it's narratively far enough away that we can't do anything on it right now but close enough that it that it won't get away when we try to get to it right you're you can't you're not within shooting distance so that both means that you can't shoot at it from here and it's not shooting at you so assuming everyone has kind of started to come up to the bridge, Vi turns to Marilla. All right, right now it looks like there's nothing out there except for assuming the tracker is still on the dreadnought, the dreadnought. So how do we stay undetected to this thing? Marilla kind of looks around the controls on your ship and goes, I can scramble some things and make you look different or smaller or friendly, but until we are close, there is not much I can do to gain information. All right, I guess we got to get closer, Mal. Yeah, I think that's that's our best bet. So I start burning the engines again, heading towards the tracker. Marilla sits down and just starts, um, like, poking at stuff and, like, turning off a lot of sensors and a lot of... Trying to think of the right way to put this. Yeah, she, like, masks our energy signatures and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turns off any outgoing sensors that should help make you seem like you're flying under the radar. I make sure that our uh, cloaking device is also on as part of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that you guys have a cloaking device. So, you are cloaked and you are flying with radio silence via smuggler. And the number starts dwindling, heading towards... The Black Dreadnought. You guys have like an hour to kill if there's anything you want to do right now. Otherwise, we can hit the fast forward button and to the next thing. Well, one thing I'm looking at is I'm looking at my character sheet and I am very hurt. (laughs) But I don't know what we can do about that because I've already been bandaged once, twice, twice. I mean, you can still try. It's just eventually it does become impossible. If you want, I can try. This isn't one where it would hurt Sully if it fails, right? No. Okay. Yeah, let's go for it. I mean, nothing to lose, right? Nothing to gain either. Okay. What did you get? I got a five. So you head down to the med bay, but there's nothing more. Okay, so I do still take another bandage level, though, right? Yes, you do. I think you always take a bandage level. When you, you always take a bandage level, yeah. Would someone like to band- try to bandage me up? Sure. Oh, I actually was supposed to, according to our rules, I'm supposed to take two to bandage. So- wow. That's a... That's a four. That's no good. Well, add two to bandage to mine because Jyla rolled a four. I'm sorry. She just comes in and puts a piece of duct tape on my arm, <laughs> which is not injured. <laughs> <laughs> then you're you take too hard because you have to pull off all the hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Does Vico want to try to heal? Yeah, you know, it's the end of the arc. Yeah, why not? I'll aim for that then. There we go. She has one bandage, so that will be a nine. Okay, so you heal one, right? I think so. You're no longer hurt. You're still healthy. You've just been bruised and bumped, a little shaken up, you know? Still yeah, Jyla, though, just avoiding all damage like a champ somehow. <laughs> I mean, right. but this is the person who did a hay fork Oh, this, I know. I was the one who, like, deliberately got into a dangerous combat situation, and I have full health. <laughs> are we gonna Are we going to hit the fast forward, or is, any, is there any... Thing anyone else wants to do. I'm guessing there's nothing I can do to help the ship at this point, right? Mm, unless you have something actively in mind. No. 
everything's technically still online. We're just a little beaten up. I wouldn't mind like helping with like scramble arrays and stuff if I'm allowed to do that. What do you want the effect of that to be? I don't know, like to be more cloaked. Yeah, you, you, you can't really be more cloaked than cloaked in this cert. I will say that that's not going to help you any. That's fine. Is that a positive effect we have as cloaked or is that not? gonna matter it's not gonna matter for the if, if you guys get into like direct ship combat we'll start talking about that but for right now it's kind of irrelevant <laughs> which is the thing we're explicitly trying to avoid <laughs> yeah it's not like you can really get into ship combat with this ship it's like a flying city not like a another fighter you could like shoot at a tiny 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 little part of it but that well this is a planet size too right isn't it two sizes bigger than us it's it's huge yeah it's like a gigantic gigantic ship all right, so are we are we hitting fast forward? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. So the number ticks down as you guys kind of nervously sit on the bridge of your vessel, waiting to find the Black Dreadnought. But unfortunately, you'd never find it. As the number ticks closer, it becomes apparent that you should be able to see it visually, or more so with sensors. Instead, what you find is not the tracking device floating in the middle of some unknown space, but another portal that looks very similar to the one you just flew through. Well, that's not ominous at all. Who knows where this will drop us out. Do we go through? I think it's preferable to being trapped in this cognitive realm. Yeah, that is a good point. We don't know how to get out of here on our own, so I think we better go through. Any objections? Not for me. Let's go. You pilot your ship into this similar swirling vortex. This time when you fly into it, you feel that same thing of your mind kind of starting to shuffle and hallucinations starting to take over. It's less intense this time, and you're all maybe expecting it a little bit more as the ship drops you into a new area of space. When your ship finally is back in real time or real place, you are one immediately close to the Black Dreadnought. It basically drops you out immediately next to the Black Dreadnought that is extremely close to a huge planet that seems alive with life and movement and activity, especially now that the Black Dreadnought just dropped out right nearby. You can see like the burning of engines as ships start moving to intercept. What type of ships? Uh, make me... An investigation check. Eight. Uh, they are imposition vessels. Well, one, I make sure we don't crash into the thing. <laughs> yeah, you have to like pull up immediately because I yeah. mean it is like basically on top of the black dreadnought. Um, so I like make sure we or like stop and or, like pull up and make sure we're not in danger of crashing to the thing. And then I want to try to get a fix on um on the current date and time as well as uh, our location in space. Cool. Make me uh, an investigation check for kind of the second half of that. That is a nine. Okay, so no time has passed since you went into the first portal. So this teleportation in terms of time happened instantaneously. Where you are in space is actually very easy to find out. You are at Core Prime, which is a place you would have really never expected to find yourself. Is that is that like the home of the Imposition? Yeah, it's like the capital home of the Imposition. It is where their, like, God King lives. It is just Imposition, 100%. And everything that is at Core Prime right now is burning as quickly as it can towards the Black Dreadnought. 
So I, I'll get on the comms and say, well, it seems like uh, no time has passed since we entered the first portal, which would explain how the Black Dreadnought seems to get all around the galaxy very quickly. Uh, the other thing, we seem to have found ourselves at Core Prime, which is not really where I expected to find a, find find the Black Dreadnought. No, and it sounds like uh, we might be in a firefight? Yeah, it definitely looks like there's some activity going on. Um, I don't know if we can stay here too long because this looks like it's going to be hot real fast. Uh, Marilla, I think it is time that you start getting us some reconnaissance. How can I help? Marilla is still sitting at the control console with you. She looks out at the scene in front of her and goes, Well, I... Never expected to really be back here. Again, it is a dangerous place for me. But if what you want is knowledge of that vessel, well, we should land on that vessel. I mean, that sounds like a terrible idea, but... I think it sounds like a fun idea. Go where they do not expect you. I want to do read a person. Oh, okay. To see if she's trying to get us killed so she can take our ship. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, you can, you can, you can read this person. No, I got, I rolled snake eyes. No, <laughs> you can't get a read on her. She seems just difficult to understand and strange. Are you suggesting that we land on the ship or in the ship? Ooh, if in is an option, all the better. Uh, prefer not in the ship. They seem like they might be bright. Preoccupied? Can we use that to our advantage? Yes, yes. Find an empty hangar bay. Free for the taking. Land us there. I mean, I think their defenses will be weaker in a hangar bay or something. We would have less opposition. But my concern is the shields that would not let anything close before might just incinerate us on trying to land. You did not mention incinerating shields. At the same time, though, we're already like... It's like five feet from our hull, right? So I think I think we might be past that. Oh, you think we're already within their shields at the moment? Maybe. <laughs> Can I? Could we? When, could we detect those shields before? I can't remember the details on that. I don't remember, but you can try now. Okay, I want to try to. Yeah, I want to try to like use the sensors to see if I can find. See if we can detect those shields. Okay. I think that is a seven. So you can detect them in probably a similar way to what you could have detected them before, which is to say fire is coming at, like at this point now, massive Goliath-sized vessels are engaging the Black Dreadnought. They're firing on it openly. And you can see the wall where all of that is stopping. Are we behind that wall? No. No, you are not. So you are close to the ship, but you are not within this barrier. Okay, so it's like skin tight that little that barrier yeah i mean it's like difficult in terms of scale because the ship is so huge so everything becomes so relative but yes it's very close to the the hull of the ship there is there is a barrier that so far you have not seen breached well it looks like landing on it is not an option at the moment well then i can look at it and tell you what i see that ship is big and scary that's not news to us but okay can we see ships coming out of it anywhere yes tons yeah. Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, it might be that energy weapons and damaging attacks are blocked by this shield, but uh, more solid substances like ships are able to pass through freely. What if we slowly push into it? I mean, worst case, we just 
scuff the outside of the ship a little bit. I mean, I think you'll have to answer to Vika for that. Well, hang on. What happened when Alistair flew his ship right at the shields? He didn't. But he get, he got a tracking home beacon on it, though, so that's saying, like, not everything is incinerated when it touches it. He did get a tracking beacon in it. My description, or at least my notes of what happened with Alistair, is that he was piloting a small vessel beyond its limits, turning harder and faster than he should be able to, and was damaging his own ship in that way, mm-hmm. and was eventually just shot down, and then the Black Dreadnought left. He managed to get a tracker to stick to it, but what that tracker was, he didn't specify. So he didn't, like, tell you what I will... Can get Alistair down here, then? Yeah, you you can. Alistair comes down. Okay, Alistair, we we got a question for you. How did you get a tracker to follow the Black Dreadnought? I I got it to follow. It, It... The tracker itself didn't specifically affix to the ship. It was more programmed to maintain a certain closeness to it so it didn't have to get past the impenetrable shield thing great that's what i was gonna ask sorry wish i could be more help i mean it also should be taken into consideration that we are holding the element of harmony with us as you say that you kind of you flex your hand expecting to feel a sword and feel nothing in your hand Well, we no longer have a weird sort of responsibility. Wait, what? Did you just set it down somewhere? I mean, I do that with my wrench all the time. He gives you both the most condescending of stares (laughs) that you've ever seen come from him. (laughs) So what happened to it then? If I were to take a stab in the dark. Ah, Fun. (laughs) Second worst stare. (laughs) I would say that we were in a more cognitive realm where thoughts took physical form and being back into the real world, thoughts no longer have a physical form. So is it like that power is inside you or some nonsense? (laughs) Is the power inside me, Cody? (laughs) Roll plus weird. Yikes. That's a seven. You look inside yourself in a way that is familiar to you with your space magics. When you do this, you feel an overwhelming presence in your mind. Like, in that same way, you know, I said you could feel like a little bit of darkness or a little bit of chaos inside of the members of your crew that struggled to travel to the conceptual plane. Mm -hmm. In that similar way, it's kind of like staring into the sun for you now when you try to imagine yourself. Uh, I would say undoubtedly, yes, it is still with me. All right. Do you think it might be able to get us past that shield? I think it is n- worth a shot because otherwise we are just failing at our job as outlaws. <laughs> Don't remind me. And what's the worst that could happen? Everybody may want to put their spacesuits on. <laughs> Do we have enough spacesuits for like Marilla and Alistair? Marilla's got her power armor. That helps, right? Yes, it does. What about the other dude in the kitchen? Oh, shoot. You have one extra spacesuit for the other other guy in the kitchen. So we have we have enough spacesuits, I guess, is what you're saying. Who's our Motley crew? Yep. The the chaos tainted oh, guy that you Ignis. terrified and then sat there eating eggs. Yeah. Good old Ignis. Well, we could... Wait, it, it, you said everybody does have one? Yes. Because we could just let the other people stay on Marilla's ship until we're done. Oh, if they want to, I guess. Yeah. 
So are you going to give Marilla her ship now? No, we should not do that because as soon as we give Marilla her ship, she's gone. I don't know if we should leave anybody back because they would kind of be sitting ducks if there's a battle going on. That is true. They also probably are in our cloaking field and would not be in our cloaking field if they were no longer part of our ship. That was just an option if we wanted to leave anybody out of the dreadnought. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're stuck with us for better or for worse. I think we should put Sully at the front, just so like have him be, have him be like a battering ram. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to tape him to the front of the ship? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like duct tape him on like a figurehead. Jyla <laughs> <laughs> needs to work on her romancing. <laughs> I'm not saying this for romance reasons. I'm saying this for survival reasons. I'm just saying. I would not feel any romantic feelings to you maybe ever again if you taped me to the front of a ship <laughs> as a battering ram. Not as a bat. I mean, not a physical battering ram. <laughs> just a magical one. Just a weird one. <laughs> just a weird one. <laughs> Sully, maybe you just want to hang out up here at the bridge? I mean, yes, if that's what we think is the best option, I can definitely do that. Just stay here until we breach the barrier. All right, so y'all doing that? Yep, I guess. Okay, you'll putt-putt your way slowly up to where you imagine this barrier probably is in space that you can't detect. We crash into it, we explode and die. (laughs) You lose. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. As you get within meters of the barrier, at least where you would have flagged it as probably being, Sully, you feel like a terrible headache starting to overcome you, like to the point of almost vomiting. You feel uneasy and sick. And once the ship is to the point of touching just barely that barrier, you completely collapse onto the ground. Roll plus weird. Eight. Cool. Your mind goes completely white and you are standing in just a void. You're holding the sword that for a while was beginning to feel familiar in your hand. And in front of you, there is a slimy and massive dragon coiling in on itself and writhing, dripping, and snarling. As soon as you awaken in this plane, it immediately assaults you, slithering towards you and snapping and biting. What do you do? Uh, I think he just fights back, trying not to get eaten by a dragon. Roll tough. Woo! I'm, I've been rolling so well tonight. Hey, a ten! Cool. This exchange is quick. The dragon lunges at you. You definitely dodge its first blow and cut its head off with the second. As soon as you do that, you feel yourself kind of lurching and falling as you are just now hitting the ground by the council in the bridge where you were where you just fainted. Simultaneously to that, shots fired at the chaos tainted vessel, or I'm sorry, at the black dreadnought for now are starting to make contact with the Black Dreadnought. You can see, like, structural damage beginning to form on the Black Dreadnought. Sully, are you okay? Yeah, Jolly is, like, hovering over you, like, holding your shoulders. Uh, I think I took down their shields. I think I dropped into a cognitive plane again. But I think if we want to land, now is the time. All right, you are the man. All right, enough said. I'm going to try to find a landing spot. Okay, so tell me what kind of landing spot you want to find. I want to find I want to find an empty hangar where um like I don't see any ships coming out. 
Sorry, sorry. Okay. I want to look for respectable hangar. <laughs> for the most part, the Black Dreadnought mainly serves as a carrier. It has massive onboard, like, orbital cannons, but for the most part, what it does is it carries a lot of very big spaceships that also have their own guns. So finding an empty hangar is eerily easy. As you fly into the Black Dreadnought, the belly of this thing is massive in a way that is depressing. You can see empty hangar bays that definitely would have held Goliath-class vessels inside of it, all empty, which means they are all right now outside engaged in battle. The further deep, like, you fly deeper and deeper and deeper into this hangar that to you it's like all it's so ill-sized these are places for people to stage onto ships the size of cities and you are you know the size of a winnebago but eventually you find like one tiny little docking port in a void of where there should be huge ships parked so i will say on the list of things i thought i was going to think about today a winnebago was not one of them (laughs) One thing I forgot to mention that I would like to do is shoot a quick communication to Homestead. Oh, okay. I, I, I have no idea how close we are to them or like how possible it would be, but I'm basically sending them a location so that they know that we're out here and okay. where we are. Because even though they can low jack ships like... I don't know if they're actively keeping an eye on us and I want them to know where we are at the moment in case, I don't know, maybe someone's bored and wants to fight a dreadnought. As soon as you do that, you get a response back from Camilla that just says, say when we'll be there. Uh, Vika turns to the rest of the crew. So are we thinking this might be a one and done? Do we need to, should I call Camilla here? Oh, are you asking about the shields? Well, okay, I'm, I'm so- asking about the attack. I'm asking the crew if they think we are like, this is it. Like, we made it through once. I do not believe this is our one shot. And I do not want to risk my entire religion, my entire religious order on us betting this is the one shot without any information. Something else to note that I should have said, so this is like a little bit of a retcon, but it was like an in-my-notes-and-in-my-head retcon. The shield came back up eventually, so you had enough time to fly through, but once you did, that shield eventually came back up. So the Black Dreadnought sustained damage, but not total destruction. Yeah, so I I think this is not, this is not our one shot to take this thing out. All right, what's everyone doing? So, Marilla, I mean, we've landed on the thing. What now? Well, uh, I must say I'm impressed with the vessel. So, I guess we start looking around. Try to find an engine room, a technology room. Figure out what generates that shield. These are the things we need to find out, but I guess we have to look to find out. Sully, can you reach out with your weird and sense anybody? Or have you not been able to sense chaos people? Oh, uh, I can sense chaos people. I just, if we're looking for an engine room, I don't know if I'll be able to pinpoint that. That's fair. No, but I think that might be something that I can do. Vi is going to leave the ship and find any kind of terminal um, and pull up whatever kind of map 
that they might have. Are you going on board the Black Dreadnought? Yes. Okay. Mal's gonna go. Mal's gonna go with her. Is everyone else staying back or going with? Uh, going with. I'm assuming I'm going with until Lu- I tell Lucy to guard the ship. Oh, can I have done something in that in that time before we dropped out of space? Sure. Yeah. I w- this is something I I was thinking about doing before, but didn't think about it. I didn't remember it until now. I want to record like a little, basically like a ship a ship log, outlining everything we've done, what we found out, all that stuff, in like a video message or something. And then as soon as we dropped into normal space, sent that to Homestead in the case that we don't come back. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, we we can say that you have done that this episode. Ooh, I asked Marilla and Alistair, I asked them if they will stay on the guns if they're not going to follow us. When you say that, Marilla Marilla smiles at you and goes, you would like me to stay on the guns. What if uh, some maneuvering is required? I have your chef to ensure I do not get up to mischief. I mean, as far as I can tell, uh, we're leaving you guys back and you could just take your ship and run. So ideally, wait for us. And if things get too hectic, get the space out of here. That is not a problem. And of course, I would not take my ship and run. That would be dishonorable. Yeah, I'm still not entirely sure how to read you, but... um, Hopefully we'll see you in the ship when we get back. I would say I just like myself more than I like honor, but that's all. Uh, As you leave, she turns to Alistair and goes, Come, we have many more things to decide who is better at. I do find it funny that she's saying she likes herself more than honor and our ship is the honor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's a good pun in there. It's someplace. I just haven't found it yet. All right. As you all disembark onto the Black Dreadnought, Sully, you feel sick as soon as you set foot on this ship. Like, physically ill, it is disgusting here. The area that you walk out into is mostly kind of like a staging cargo bay. So this is meant to offload and load an entire crew for a vessel. So it's like massive open rooms with like ports leading off to the other ships. So People could stage equipment or line up before they all board onto these vessels. So it's like a big open room. It's very dark, but Vika, as soon as you set foot here, you kind of feel at home in a way. Like the structure is very familiar. You could like almost intuit where different components would be or like different areas of this room would be. Like it reminds you of an United Colonies ship, which... That is not very standard, but whatever standards there are, this seems to adhere to. Okay. Sorry, I I might have missed it. Was I able to pull up? You asked to find a map. I totally forgot what you actually asked for. (laughs) You just said you went on board and I had some like little bit of fluff to say before. Yeah, so there would be fairly regularly spaced like kiosks for people to use to figure out where to go or whatever because it's so big. So yeah, you find one of those and start beep booping on it and you're trying to find a map. I'm trying to find where the engine room would be. The engine room would be near the back of the ship. This thing is roughly ship shaped. It's not like a circle. It's like elongated oval. And on the back of it. I totally imagined a sphere. 
That's what I've been always imagining. It is it is decidedly not Death Star-esque. It looks like a ship ship, you know, that would be in the ocean. Like a seafaring ship. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't have sails or anything like that, obviously, and it's huge. But the engines would still be in the back of the ship. Is that where we landed? Or uh, no, you would have been somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, there is an internal transit system for this thing. Like there has to be some kind of tram or train or you know, like because th- walking through this thing would take forever. So you know, and you can see like stations and stops along the way. Well, do we want to try and? Hit up the engine room and place some bombs. Do what we did last time. I'm for that. It worked out all right. I am for whatever gets us off this abomination faster. Are you okay there, Sully? No, you're looking a little more colorful than usual. This place is absolute hell. All right. Noted. I mean, I may be more connected to Harmony now. And I am in a pit of chaos, so... Yep, that tracks. Let's get going, folks. Jyla goes and collects, I don't know, a cache of bombs <laughs> to get ready to move out with them. You have bomb bandoliers. Does anyone else want to do anything else before you, like, get on trams and start making your ways to places? No. Okay, you start making your way down towards the the nearest... Uh, offloading point for a tram as you so this would be like in the far back corner of this massive staging area you know there'd be like a little for lack of a better turn train station you know like landing platform for the internal tram system and as you get there looming up from the darkness of this not well lit ship you see a creature standing kind of as if guarding this tram station at this point, like, again, this is low light. This area is very dark, not well lit. You can see visual, like, there is chaos taint, like, slithering on the walls. Yeah. Uh, does the creature see us? N- not yet. Okay. Like, if you imagine a person actually standing guard, like, they would probably be shuffling and moving and kind of looking around. This thing is standing stock still and staring straight forward, and you approached it from the side, so doesn't see you yet. Okay. Can we just sneak behind it? I think that would probably be preferable to try that at least. would also be, like, near impossible. (laughs) Just because of how the corridors are. Yeah, like, this would be, like, okay, you're at a distance, and it doesn't see you in its periphery, but if someone was standing right next to you, then all of a sudden it becomes more obvious it's probably also backlit a little bit there's maybe a little bit of light shining from the tram landing so that doesn't help its vision either you know you can see it in silhouette so i think what we have to be prepared for is if we take this guy down they're gonna know we're here i mean we could try to bluff our way through (laughs) i don't i don't know if they'll believe we're chaos yeah i'm not sure how well bluffing chaos is gonna work Thing is, all of our all of our experiences seem to link to the fact that they're a hive mind. Well, and even even if we do bluff, uh, I'm pretty sure either way they're gonna know we're here. Because if they start talking to us, then they are they're still gonna know that we're here. So shoot him. I think so. Cool. I'm gonna take a shot. That is a 14. Dang. 
you line up a perfect shot. You fire and the thing slumps to the ground. All right, everybody run. Do we know where we're going? Oh, just like onto the tram? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. As you run closer, you see a kind of like scaly thing covered in like black goo. Its eyes also like blacked over lying on the ground as you run onto the tram. And start clattering your way towards the heart of the ship. Did it actually seem dead or? Yeah, it was like soup's dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sometimes these things can come back. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, but not in. They haven't really come. There's like a difference between coming back and being animated by chaos as like uh, a puppet. At this point, being animated by chaos as a puppet is still coming back in this case. Yeah. <laughs> We are going to end with you guys trolleying your way deeper into the Black Dreadnought. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 